we've said it before, folks. The boys are back in town. The bald, beautiful bandana boys and Garrett, aka TNC the Premix, we're back. Season four, the nicest episode that ever was, episode sixty-nine. I'm gonna kick it over to C for some ads because they keep the lights on around here. Mm, Cody. Episode 69 is brought to you by our good friends at Waterfront Industries, as well as Waterfront Docking, LLC. Um, it's nice out. It's boating time. It's time to, time to get the pontoon out on the water. Mm-hmm. It's time to, time to get the boat lift out. It's time to get the jet ski and the jet ski lifts out. Uh, if you were fortunate to already be on their schedule and already have all of your equipment out on the water, good for you. It's a plus for thinking ahead making smart choices uh if not and if you'd like to get on their list or you need some help with any of those things you can reach out to the guys and gals at waterfront docking llc uh you can visit their facebook page check them out and also as always you can give jim and the team a call at 605-270-9426 and tell them tyler sent you go ahead do it tell them that just just for funsies (laughs) um (laughs) Episode 69 is also brought to you by Raise Energy and RepSports.com. Uh, if you're in the market to uh, check out another low-calorie, zero, sh- well, zero-calorie, zero-sugar, yeah. uh, hydrating energy drink. Definitely healthy um, for you. Check out the 16-ounce uh, ready-to-drink cans. Uh, bunch of different flavors, all pretty good. Uh, good, good stuff. Um, you can also check out any supplements, uh, proteins, pre-workouts, all, all the good stuff that repsports.com has to offer, that's R-E-P-P-S-P-O-R-T-S.com. And if you use promo code PREMIX, P-R-E-M-I-X, at checkout, you can get 15% off. And with that, let's get into it. so long what do we even talk about anymore has anything changed in the world has something has something drastic happened is the world back in order Garrett's people finally cured this pandemic it's cured I we're we did it, everyone. Speaking, speaking of that um, I mean I don't want to out anybody but, but are you guys all vaxxed up I'm vaxxed did you get Jay. the Jay and Jay looking with my brother. So just the one shot? One shot, one kill. I got that too. 
Right. Yeah. Well, we're a couple of tier one operators. Professor Buttonholes over here probably got the two shot things because his weak little body couldn't handle it. Yeah, I did. Here. I did get the the two shot regimen. I had uh, I had Pfizer, I think. Ooh, was that like the early, like the like the first round? Yeah, got, that was one of the early. That was one of the early ones. How did you guys feel after year one? Fine. <laughs> well, I I did something that's strongly recommended by the CDC. I left work at ten thirty in the morning on a Friday. Went and got my shot. Immediately went to the bar. Had some fried food, a couple drinks. Got real oh. lightheaded. <laughs> took a nap. <laughs> Felt fine after that though. Good. All right. It sounds it sounds like it worked. Then. Should we write you? Mine didn't bother me. Report? Maybe that's maybe that's how we. Uh, well, Gary, what you're going to fail to realize. What you're failing to realize is that I'm just built different, though. That's true. Yeah, Ooh. you're not really. Uh, we can't really generalize information from you to the rest of the population because you're just. Yeah. Yeah, you're just different. Built different. I was going to say, I'm a beautiful biker boy now. Got a big that beard, is, a bandana. That is a healthy, girthy, girthy beard you got going on. It's yes, beautiful. With the mustache. Mm. <laughs> it's nice. Mm, it's good. French oh, let me, potatoes. Let me click this plus button next to your picture. Oh, yeah. It's yeah, good. Me, That's get nice. Me big. Yeah, I like that. Oh, I got a minimum. in it. If I make Cody big too, it makes you smaller. So I'm going to minimize both of us. And now I just have one big Tyler. My dream. My wet dream. <laughs> I hope you like it extra sloppy. <laughs> I don't. Listen, it's episode know. 69. I'm getting weird. <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> um, I've got a beard. Cody's got handlebars. Hell yeah, different. brother. Tier one operators. So, Garrett, what, what in the fuck is going on with Aaron Rodgers? You want to just you want to fill me in on that? Like Miles Teller's like skipping out on sixty thousand dollar, like on OTAs, wedding planner bills, and getting getting punched in the face. Yeah, I, what's I, I going s- on? I saw something about Miles Teller getting punched in the face. Aaron Rodgers went Hollywood, bro. He went Jeopardy. Got a He's got an A list best friend. Changed. Yeah, he's yeah, going to be shitty. Yeah, Trade him to I the mean, Cowboys for nothing. <laughs> I think, you know, there's, I think there are two obvious camps <clears throat> with the Aaron Rodgers situation and, and one camp. Uh, and it's probably the camp that, like, most people, if you're not a Packers fan, you would say that, like, Green Bay just boned Aaron Rodgers his whole career and never gave him any help. And, like, they caused this mess and... You know they made their bed now they got to lie in it, uh, and I think I think a lot of people probably think that. And then the other camp, which is probably a lot of Packers fans, would say that Aaron Rodgers is just kind of being a diva, and you know he's already getting paid like thirty three, thirty four million a year. They have gone to two consecutive NFC championships, and now he's like complaining about the team and and not having a say in in management and. And so I, I, I guess for me, I think I, I guess I, I don't know, I don't know where I, I don't know where I stand. I think I can understand Rogers' um, frustrations, like 
I know that you can't allow one player to like dictate what a team does, but to some extent you kind of do like Tom Brady dictates what Tampa Bay does. Um, LeBron has dictated what the Cavs did and uh, what the Lakers do. And yeah, yeah. Tom and Tampa Bay, Peyton man thing. And so, you know, Elena, to some Elena Del Don in the WNBA. Oh, and for sure. No, we're not going to talk this about is a her. Sport, this okay. is a sports podcast, Tyler. Oh, 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 Garrett, welcome to the canceled. Join <laughs> us. Um, and so, like, you know, I, I can understand some of Roger's frustrations, I think. Like, um, he uh, a couple of years ago, I don't know if you guys remember Jake Kumaro was kind of like a role player wide receiver on the Packers. Like not not outstanding, but he was fine. You know, he he'd catch a a you know a couple balls a game maybe. And Aaron Rodgers catching Aaron Rodgers balls. That's right. Also, he played mm-hmm. wide receiver. And <laughs> oh, Rodgers came out and uh, said, you know, I really like Kumro. I think he. Uh, is going to be a really good wideout. We're developing, you know, a lot of trust soft, in the soft, soft backside, <laughs> uh, and just, just like praised him publicly. And the very next day, the Packers cut him. <laughs> so like, the one, one player that Rogers was like, I really like this guy. Boom, gone. Uh, and then you know, obviously you could go back to last year and and the drafting of Jordan Love. Um, I think the biggest issue is that they just didn't tell Rodgers anything. They just drafted him and were like, "Deal with it." I think if they had been like, "Hey, we're gonna, we're gonna draft this guy if he if he falls below twenty or whatever," so I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna do something with Jordan Love. I don't know if anyone else has ever done it before. So if not, I claim it. Jordan Love did somebody did somebody get drafted by the Packers? Dun, 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 dun. No, nothing. Wow, I have I no idea what you're trying to know what that was. You've never heard "Savage Love." Savage Love did somebody did somebody. Wow, goddamn! You guys <laughs> don't have radio. You guys haven't been mm. out. You guys haven't done anything for the past year and a half. I'm just gonna uh, I'm just gonna blow past this and say that I unfortunately <laughs> I think <laughs> unfortunately I I kind of feel. I would love Rodgers. I would love for him to come back. I just feel like this situation is kind of not fixable. Like, like, how do you fix that relationship? Even if he were to come back, if the Packers like were able to give him a contract extension and and push more money down the road and just shoot themselves in the foot for you know future years, and they brought Aaron back, and Aaron was like it's in the past. Like I'm ready to win games. Like I think at some point in the middle of the season, all of this stuff would resurface. And I, I, I just don't see how you fix this relationship, I guess. I don't know. Maybe I'm just pessimistic, but why do the Packers hate their hall of fame quarterbacks? Is it something in the cheese? Why do the Packers? What? Like hate their hall of fame quarterbacks. Oh, they why pissed they off hate- Brett Favre. They pissed off Aaron Rodgers. They probably pissed off Bart Starr. I think <laughs> that's a Packers quarterback name. Like, what? Why do they do these things? Uh, is it something you did? 
Might be. Could be me. I was alive for, for both of these Favre and, and <laughs> Rogers debacles, so it could be me. I, we can't well, prove that it's I not was, me. I was alive for the Bart Starr saga, so I remember that. That so might have been you. He wanted to let... He wanted 11 beers per game. They would only give him mm-hmm. 10. Yep. He wanted to smoke cigarettes at halftime, and they told him no. <laughs> they were like, only pipe tobacco. You got to keep <laughs> his wonder, lungs healthy. I, I mean, like, he, he came out and he said, Roger said that, like, he was he loves his teammates. He's, he's happy with his teammates. He loves his coaches. And more or less, like, he was just, like, putting it on, like, upper management and, like, yeah. like, like the front office and, and stuff. Like, he was trying to more or less say that without saying it at least from the like the interview that i saw so like i don't know like i mean when you have a an mvp hall of fame caliber quarterback i think you do at least include him in like a lot of those conversations so i mean i could see where he could be upset especially when you know you're right on the cusp of making super bowl runs and uh some of the personnel choices in the draft don't really make that much sense. Like, you know, a couple little pieces here and, you know, they could be, you know, in the Super Bowl. So, I mean, I see it, but at the same time, those Diversion movies fucking suck. So, yeah, I say his new I'm not Hollywood. a big Shailene Woodley fan, so maybe his decision-making is uh, coming <laughs> into question. So, I mean, I guess maybe on the, we should have field, very major, good. Off major the field, decisions. Bad. <laughs> I know we're not. I know we don't hair uh, criticize on this on this podcast, but Aaron Rodgers rocking the top knot is a tough look. <laughs> oh, it's he's going real samurai, Aaron Rodgers. That's never good. He went from riding he, in the back of a pickup with a thirty rack of what did he have, Bush or Miller Lite or something like that. I think it was Miller Lite. Yeah, that was to be in like. I only go on vacation with Miles Teller. He's living on a thing of entourage. Yeah, He's just like, these are my famous friends. I, why is Shailene Woodley famous? I've only ever seen her in one thing, and it wasn't Divergent. It was like Big Little Lies on HBO. It's the only time I've ever seen her in anything. I don't know. I haven't seen like, any all of those. those. They suck. They fucking <laughs> suck. Do they ever diverge? I don't know. They diverge they converge i don't know they, they do all the things but the movies are terrible it's like very much a hunger games feel that just sucked i don't know i couldn't get into it, it as opposed to the to hunger games movies which were really good but better than uh better than the urgent series is whatever the fuck <laughs> the, they are the, the urgents urgent yeah the urgent yeah. and so how did hunger games guess- even end everyone die i don't know i don't know so i think I, we're in the I, wrong group i have the <laughs> i have the packers previous draft picks pulled up just because i was curious like you know they've never drafted like a, a first round wide receiver for rogers and and whatever but like overall in the first round and in their drafts they they'll pick up like a player that turns out to be good for them and then for the most part, their last like five, six drafts have just not been great. And the Packers always used to be known for really building a team through the draft, and then just they've just kind of missed. Like, uh, but in 2014, like Devonta Adams was drafted in the second round, Randall Cobb was drafted in the second round, Jordy Nelson was drafted in the second round. So 
yeah, they haven't drafted first round wide receivers for Rodgers, but in the second round, they've drafted some pretty damn good receivers. And then in like 2015 or 2016, uh, 2017, they drafted both Aaron Jones and Jamal Williams, like later rounds four and five. Uh, and then the next year, they drafted MVS, Marquez Valdez Scantling, who has famously, he has like a 50% catch rate. He just cannot catch a ball to save his life. It's wait, so wait, frustrating. Let, let, me ch- let me check my notes. That is apparently important for oh a wide receiver to God. catch the ball. He, <laughs> so he, uh, he is really fast, and so he's on the field a lot. And I think he led the league in like yards per reception because the only ball that he could catch was like a go route. You know, he could he could catch a fifty yard bomb half the time, and so that's what he led the league in. And I don't know, whatever. But but they've just missed on like some other some other uh, drafts. They drafted Elton Jenkins in twenty nineteen, one of their Pro Bowl offensive linemen. But no one else from that draft has really panned out. And then obviously last, last year drafting Jordan Love in the first round when, like you said, Cody, they, yeah, they got like handled in that NFC championship game two years ago, but they Talked just needed, around. they just needed like a couple pieces. They needed like a big playmaking defensive player that could come in, play that first year. And they just drafted a, uh, they've traded up to draft a quarterback that sat on the bench. And honestly, at this point, like I saw some interviews uh, or someone interviewed a, a handful of like current players uh, around the league. And they said, how long does it take you to find out or how like how long before you know if a quarterback is good? And they said two practices, like almost unanimously. People were like two practices. You can tell if someone's got it or if they don't. They were like Mitch Trubisky, didn't have it. Doesn't did have, not it. have it. Famously, did not have it. Yeah, famously have it. didn't know what a hard count was when John yeah. Gruden asked him <laughs> in his interview. And so, give, give me your hard count. Down, down. set, hut. No, no, no. Your, your hard count. Hard count. <laughs> no. I'm not oh. familiar with this concept. No, no, I got it now. Yeah, down, set, hut. <laughs> no. <laughs> And so, if like, Gr- well, if Gruden's looking at you like you're an idiot. You're probably not going to be good. <laughs> yeah, because he likes Nathan Peterman and Gruden. Hey, well, listen, give Peterman a chance. <laughs> yeah, and so I mean, the Packers have now had a full season to evaluate Jordan Love, and my feeling is, if they thought he had it, like they would have dealt Aaron Rodgers at the draft when people were offering them allegedly like three first round picks for, for Aaron Rodgers. So if they had some confidence in love, they would have been like, yeah, sure. We'll give us what you got. Or at least now they'd be entertaining trade offers, but their GM, Brian Gutekunst, I think is how you say his name. Gutekunst. Bless you. Is very adamant that they're not trading Rodgers. And so that just makes me think like, they kind of know they whiffed on love and they're they know that they they can't let rogers go at this point i mean i I would do anything for love but i won't do that (laughs) 
That was good. That was better than whatever. Shut that up. Savage you. Loves is like, it's like the number one song. It's like the most streamed song in the last decade. What? All y'all, all y'all gonna that. get it. Yep. I just don't believe that. More than Baby? Baby, baby. I was trying to think of other about songs the, with love in the title. What about the... Uh, What's love got to do? Got to do? No? I was singing about Red Hot Love. That's a good one. Let's sing that one. That's good. Red Hot Love. Ding, 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 ding. You know it. No, never heard of her. So I don't know. I think, I think the I think the situation will Sorry, I was looking up Savage Love Facts. North America Savage Love debuted at number eighty one and song reached top ten in its seventh week on the chart. It's a very popular song. Okay, with the kids these days. Maybe I'll get it on my shuffle later or something. Number it was number one on the Billboard. Maybe I'll put it on my iPad. (laughs) Well, we have seen you've had problems with technology before, Garrett, Professor Buttonholes, (laughs) or as you were so calmly labeled by the headmaster, Professor Idiota, (laughs) Professor Can't Fix His Mic, (laughs) Professor Bucket Hat over Bandana. Embarrassing. I do actually like that hat. That's a cool hat. That's an actually cool hat. That's a cool hat. It's got. Oh, it's a fish hook. I didn't even notice that. Yeah, it's nice. JB's Um, man. JB's fish camp. mm -hmm. So, so you mentioned that uh, when evaluating a quarterback, um, the by his group of peers, they could uh, figure it out in like two practices. How long do you think it takes to evaluate a quarterback playing tight end? Mm, according according to my research, about eight years. <laughs> the evaluations oh, are in. That boy looking uh, thick as hell. Yeah, for anybody living under a rock, we're we're obviously talking about Tim Tebow, um, our Lord and Savior, Tim Tebow. <laughs> uh, yeah, I I don't know. I guess I was just like completely unawares, but I, I mean. If anybody was like th- thinking that once Urban Meyer got into the league, like just kind of makes sense. And I actually didn't really realize that. Oh, excuse me. Obviously, I knew that Tebow uh, played at Florida, but two national I didn't realize. I didn't realize that he was like a like a Jacksonville native. Like he was a you know like born and raised Florida guy. Like I didn't realize that. So uh, you can kind of tell by the weird religion thing. He's kind of a Florida guy. Because if you're a Florida guy, there's only two choices. Shirtless on drugs in the Applebee's parking lot. God guy who's super into God. <laughs> that's yeah, that's all there is. Did he live like down the street from Urban Meyer? Was that the... Tim Tebow? I think so. so I think they were Urban, like... Urban bought a house. Well, and then recently, Urban bought a house next close to, to him. Tim. Oh, okay. I yeah, thought like maybe in the, the past they were like neighbors too, but maybe it's just recently. Could have been. Urban's had some questionable recruiting tactics in the past, so I mean, who knows? Questionable? Is that what we're calling it? <laughs> Is that what we're calling it? Uh, yeah. What do you like? Uh, what do you he's, think? He's about been the playing. Whole... He's been playing baseball for like three years. When the fuck did he find time to get gigantic? Like, not that he was ever small, but, like, he's massive now. 
I think some baseball guys are are pretty big. Like some baseball guys just have massive forearms, you know. As a but, as a as a tribe member of the massive forearm club, uh, yeah, you know, you got to go either lumberjack or baseball player. Yep. Yeah. Ba- Babe Ruth was famously jacked. You That's look true. At old pictures of him. <laughs> that like, but like, did you see the videos of Tebow running like routes? It was bad. bad. It was, was it? poor. <laughs> it was real not crisp. Real. He was taking a lot of. He was taking a lot of steps and not moving very far. He was rounding out the the five yard outs into kind of seven eight <laughs> yard hooks and yeah he was he was going the Tyler Johnson method of tight end five yard <laughs> slant every time yeah yeah just get inside and open up yep turn catch fall down <laughs> well who like well, I guess I didn't even look at the depth chart but who was their tight end like O'Shaughnessy or something. Something I don't know. I'm gonna tell you right now. I don't know Jacksonville's depth chart. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Yeah, that's that one slipped by me. There you go, O'Shaughnessy. That's good, Cody. Man, good for Thank you. you. Good pull. Good pull. Thank wow. you. Thank you. I'm pretty sure I heard that listening to somebody else talk about it. But yeah, um, the real thing that we should be thinking about in this whole situation is uh, is is where does where does where does this put Minshew? You know, you, you already got. Trevor Lawrence coming the, in, the golden boy, Trevor Lawrence, and 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 now you got Tebow coming in, and they're probably going to work some packages in. I mean, what is, I mean, our our poor boy Minshew. I mean, where does I I think Gardner's going to be just fine. He's he fits in with Florida. There'll probably be a riot in the streets of Jacksonville if Gardner gets cut. And you know who's going to pick up Gardner? That's right, Dallas Cowboys. Because Dallas That's will open, welcome him with open arms. Also, the, the Texans, quarterback. Texans might need a quarterback too. <laughs> Texans, Texans might be needing a QB one. There's, I've I've heard some rumblings of some bad things down south. <laughs> allegedly, it's all alleged. Allegedly, it's all alleged. About twenty-two cases of alleged. Not. Not to go back to the Packers because I know Gary could talk about that uh, all night, but uh, Blake Bortles, the boat, the, the boat, rocking at him. So I mean, I mean, yeah, I mean yeah. they don't need Rodgers. What? I mean, really, they what, don't. What better way to revive a career? Blake Bortles stepping in, Devonta Adams. He's got Aaron Jones. Signed back on AJ Dillon in the backfield. Bakhtiari blew his knee out. Bless you. Before, <laughs> before playing the Bucks, he's going to be back. Yeah, I mean, now with Amari Rogers in the slot, what a team to walk on to. The here's the thing: I'm out on Blake Bortles. He got <laughs> hair again. Mm. He has hair. That is, he has hair now. He had a thick head of lettuce. He did the Brian Erlacher surgery. And I don't like it. <laughs> we had, as a brotherhood of bald, beautiful boys, he was a, he was a member, and he abandoned us. Pretty now, rude. Do I love him because he chews tobacco, constantly wants to smoke cigarettes, definitely gasses Miller Lights. Yeah, I love him for those reasons. 
doesn't seem to care that he plays quarterback in the NFL. Like he treats it like it's a nine to five. Like, like if does Blake Bortles have a family? Does anyone know? I don't. I don't I, think so. I didn't think so. I thought I, he was I'm, single. I'm just picturing like Blake Bortles' kids wouldn't know he played in the NFL until they were like 14. They'd be like, "Yeah, my dad goes on business on Sundays." I don't. I don't know what he does. It's like your dad's in the NFL. It's like, what? <laughs> Google like, says Blake that Bortles definitely. Blake Bortles is unmarried. It doesn't mean you don't have to be married to have kids. Well, that's true. What's crazy is Blake Bortles is younger than us. That blows my mind. He's 29. He was born in 1992. Well, he's younger than you guys. Whoa. What the fuck, Garrett? No, he's younger than me. Yeah. Garrett, we're the same age. I I was like, I'm almost positive. I identify as a 22-year-old, so. <laughs> mentally, yeah. mental, mentally, I'm 15. Physically, I'm 185. Average those two together, 22. <laughs> Bingo. Oh, what else has happened in the wild world of sports? Uh, Aaron Rodgers, really good at Jeopardy, though. Like, that was, he crushed being a host. I actually haven't seen, tell you. Uh, haven't seen his episodes, but. Ooh, they're good. They're good. He does really, really good. It's almost kind of upsetting because you're watching a guy who's not only the best quarterback in the NFL just crush being a Jeopardy host. It's like, <laughs> come on, man. Leave a little bit for the rest of us. Yeah. Just, you don't get everything. But, yeah, no. So if he retires to host Jeopardy, just saying, you heard it here first. Um, Look, Cody's screen just got so much brighter. Um, I, I, uh, I wanted to talk about the John Cena Taiwan thing. I don't know if you, I don't know if you've seen this, heard, have you seen this or heard about this? Uh, Have I, have I John Cena it? Oh, (laughs) um, well, it might have hurt my John herded it, but John uh, John herded it. I'll allow it. So for people that don't know, uh, China is like the largest movie market in the world when it comes to box office sales on uh i guess pretty much like all movies uh china's like one of the biggest uh box office like sales markets or whatever so if you're a hollywood actor um there's been a lot of like behind the behind the scenes behind the curtain whatever you want to call it where they do a lot of things to appease china and uh, this is another one of those situations, which I thought was kind of uh, kind of strange. Um, China, but- China, not only like a huge movie market, they also provide most of the money to make Hollywood blockbusters. Yeah, yeah, like they're, they're, they they uh, they yeah. I was reading like a, uh, I think I closed it, but yeah, I was reading about that and like they, yeah, they, I don't know what you want to call it. It's not uh, what do they call it? It's not. A, like executive producers, what they just funnel the money into the executive. I don't know how it investors Math, money money, Math? Bitcoin, uh, Ethereum Stuff, currency, <laughs> blockchain <clears throat> currency of the realm. Uh, They're like affiliate producers yeah. or something. Rubles, I don't know, but yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, so Justin Lin, who is the director of this uh, fast, like the Fast and Furious 
uh, movies, which this is what F nine. Some of the some of the Fast and the Furious movies. He was not the director for other ones. Please don't question my Fast and the Furious knowledge. Okay, I believe he came in. What well, he did: Tokyo Drift. He did Furious Six and F nine. And he, yes. Justin Lin, was born in Taipei, Taiwan. So, here's a little, here's some little, some little thinking. So, backstory for anybody that's listening that doesn't know, um, more or less, Cena came out and he said that uh, um, he was excited that Taiwan was going to be the very first country that was going to be able to watch the uh, F9 Fast and Furious movie, and uh, pretty much the Republic of China and the People's Republic of China came out and they're like, hey. Taiwan isn't a country. That's ours. Taiwan is owned by China, and uh, but it's it's isn't really so, what's isn't weird. so is America patriot. <laughs> well, <laughs> so what's weird is is that the history of Taiwan, um, like back in the 1600s, uh, the Netherlands or the Dutch were they pretty much held it from like 1624 to like 1662 and then spain was there for a little bit uh during the 1600s but the dutch kind of like pushed them out and it wasn't until like the 1660s to like the 16 yeah like 1660s through like 1680 when uh the kingdom of tongyun uh came in and my, then one of my decided, favorite kingdoms one of my favorite kingdoms i'd like to add <laughs> when china when china came in um and pretty much like took over the area but like back in the day like when the when the dutch people first came there in the 1600s there was like aboriginal people that were there and there were um some of the han people that came from mainland china so i mean there was already people there and uh there was a little bit of unrest between the dutch because like they kind of came in there like hey um stop with the public nudity wear clothes um, what uh, oh. start start look looking and listening to jesus and um, we're gonna push Christianity on you. So like, there was already like a little bit under Goddamn with the Dutch people being there. <laughs> but so, anyways, so then like China had taken it over. Um, but then, um, I want to say it was right right before World War Two. There was a uh, a civil war between the uh, the Nationalist, uh, the Republic of China, the ROC against like communist china and they were having a civil war but they had to put the civil war on hold because japan invaded them and so, <laughs> japan, so they're like japan just looked over the ocean and saw chinese fighting chinese they're like we should do something about this <laughs> like it's our time to strike and uh so then they came in and then uh, after pearl harbor happened and the u.s got more involved in world war ii um the allies came in won the war Boom, America. Number one. Number one. <laughs> and then so after that, um, there was like some treaties signed or whatever. And essentially like the allies, like America, along with the other allies, they like more or less forced Japan to give Taiwan back to China. But then China was like, hey, you should like the Republic of China were like, hey, it's ours. But then like the communist China were like, no, it's ours. And then they're like, oh, uh you know you guys got rid of japan but we're still gonna fight each other and then so like they're like civil war back on <laughs> time in time out time in time out and they, so then uh essentially like the civil war continued all of the nationalists um 
the Republic of China, like they pretty much pushed them out of mainland China and they just settled into Taiwan and they more or less made the capital of the Republic of China was now in Taiwan. And then the uh, the communist China or the People's Republic of China then took over mainland China. But that's still weird. They were still fighting, but they kind of like stopped, but they're separate. But they both claim ownership over all of China, which includes Taiwan, which is really weird. Because like the People's Republic of China, which is the communist side, they're like, yeah, we, we govern all of China and we also govern Taiwan. But then the Republic of China, who are in Taiwan, are like, no, we own Taiwan as part of China and we also claim ownership over the rest of China. So it's like, so figure it kinda, it out, guys. Kind of sounds like the Republic of, uh, Republic of China, like got to Taiwan and just called base. And <laughs> we're like, this is ours. You can't come in here. No take backsies. That I mean, is... More or less. It's it's like so strange. But like I guess everything that I've seen, like when I like was trying to like read about it, it's like I guess officially they refer to Taiwan as the Republic of China. Like that is like it's the Republic of China, I guess. So I guess Taiwan is not a country, it's an island that is owned by the Republic of China. We should we should claim something for TNC. Like we should claim we should Re-heights. claim like you could probably claim Reheights oh, pretty easily. Dude, let's claim Reheights. Dude, pretty much already got it. <laughs> <laughs> You're from there. My grandmother's from there. The old the old name and the new name. We own Reheights. We claimed it. No take backsies. Yeah. I I think that would be I think it would be pretty reasonable to take Reheights. Maybe we maybe we start a cult there. Hmm. Mm-hmm. We'd be pretty good cult leaders. We all wear red. We start having orgies and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, that's part of starting a cult. Is you all wear matching uniforms and have orgies. Usually and- with the uh, usually with the male subjects not invited. <laughs> If, uh, are we are we in the trust tree right now? Yeah, because I'm about to say something fairly racially charged, so I hope so. <laughs> if we're in the trust tree, I thought I thought Taiwan was a country, and I I had no idea that Taiwan was like a, a territory. I was like, yeah, Taiwan's a 100. It's a country. I'd bet my life on it. That's a totally country. Well, wait, I'm just being handed something. Thanks to our new sponsor, the People's Republic of China. Taiwan is not a country. It belongs to them. All hail our Chinese overlords. <laughs> so, Thank you so much. Yeah, thank all you very Spanish. much. <laughs> but, but yeah, in all honesty, like in the, in the trust tree, I thought the same exact thing. And until I did a little bit of Wikipedia research, uh, probably Man, about that's... two and a half hours ago, uh, I didn't really know anything about Taiwan or, well, excuse me, the People's Republic of China island. Yeah, uh, so I don't go ahead, Garrett. Well, the the people's just so that I'm getting this clear, the People's Republic of China was like the democratic, not democratic, but they were the People's Republic of China is the communist portion. Is that what you're saying, Cody? Yeah, I think I actually oh. misspoke, so I probably confused you there. Which is really confusing because they say the People's Republic of China. That's the mm-hmm. communist side. Just drop people. Republic the Republic of China. Of China. China. That's like the uh, socialist, democratic. Uh, one more thing was like their values, but yeah, they're the more. But they reside in Taiwan. Yes, the Republic. But of they, China. 
Yes, but they claim they still China. claim that they run everything. But somehow China. there's another government inside of mainland China that says that they run everything, which yeah. also includes Taiwan. So it's like right. you guys just need to figure your own shit out. Like I don't yeah. know Civil War back on. Time in, time in. <laughs> if you're gonna make fun of, uh, or not make fun of, but if you're gonna ridicule American actors slash professional wrestlers, uh, also don't the, know what the fuck is going on. If anybody read that Wikipedia, I still don't know what the fuck is going on. It doesn't make any sense. John Cena also announced that Osama bin Laden got killed on WWE Raw. Have you ever seen that clip? It's fucking hilarious. It's John Cena, shirtless, jean shorts on, oiled up to the max. And he, he like stops, they like stop the show and he's like, I'm proud to announce Osama bin, Osama bin Laden has been terminated to a permanent end. And the crowd goes fucking bananas. So John Cena might be our ambassador to China. I'm actually not totally positive. Uh, yeah. I I don't know. I, I just the whole the whole apologizing like if you had said something bad, like I get it. Now, now okay, think about this. He has to worry about cancel culture inside of the US because if he says if he's referring to Taiwan and he just says, "Oh yeah, China," then Everybody in America is be like, "Oh, racist!" Taiwan's yeah, they're a, a free place country, China, idiot. And then, uh, yeah, but then well, you get strong armed by China because you said it wasn't China. And also, they pay the bills. So, when you bills. look at a map, it says Taiwan. How are you supposed to know? You know, did uh, did you guys ever get uh, in middle school? Did you guys ever get crushed with what's the capital of uh, Thailand? Thailand, Bangkok. <laughs> did you guys ever get crushed by that? Oh yeah. That's that's about as far as my uh, Far East culture goes. Our Far East knowledge goes. Speaking, kind of speaking of Thailand, there was a a previous. So, I I bought a Paramount Plus, which sucks actually. But you but got a challenge I, on there. I bought it to watch all the seasons of the challenge, and uh, not all of them. It starts at like seventeen, goes to thirty. That's true. Yeah, not on. all of them, but a lot. <laughs> of them. It goes seventeen thirty. I don't even hardly know, but it goes seventeen thirty one. <laughs> And one of the oh, seasons damn. was in Phuket, Thailand. Spelled fuck it, you know. Fuck, fuck it. Thailand. That was another good name. Fuck it, Thailand. Yep. Um, I have, I said I was going to say something racially insensitive. And uh, I feel like this is the appropriate time. So Saturday, I went to a little place called Panda Express, which I had never, I'd only been through once before. Didn't really remember it, but I went through the drive-thru and I didn't quite know what I was going to order. And the person that was working the drive-thru, I don't know if you guys have noticed this about me. I find the uh, like very, very Asian accent to be hilarious. And so I'm in the drive-thru. I'm trying to keep my cool. I pull up to the window. I pull up to the microphone and it is... It's literally me doing the Asian accent. It's like, oh, what the hell? I'm like, I am trying to keep my cool right now. And I ordered, I was like, uh, can I do um, like the orange chicken uh, with a side of chow mein? And he's just, oh, no chow mein, no mein. And I fucking lost it. Like uncontrollable laughter, could not stop laughing. And the guy had no idea what was going on. I had no idea what was going on. I ended up spending like $60 on food I didn't even want. Because I just kept saying yes. I couldn't hold it together. 
I pulled up to give him my card and I had to hide my face. Just like, no. It was full, just like, oh, we don't have a debt. <laughs> no, 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 I'm trying to, no part beef and the broccoli, no more. I just, I was fucking dying laughing. If I would have recorded that and sent that to people, they'd have been like, this is clearly you just being racially insensitive. For laughs, I'd be like, I swear to God, no, that's not. That was, that was presented to me. I couldn't stop laughing. <laughs> oh no, Prata! <laughs> <laughs> I love good. you, China. Please sponsor the podcast. <laughs> oh boy. Um. <clears throat> yeah. So yeah, essentially, uh, John, John Cena just. Uh, apologized for calling Taiwan a country for um, no reason. Pretty much just backed, uh, backed down and uh, bent over for uh, China and pretty much said, hey. Well, and then they they released the uh, Fast and Furious 9, the F9 or whatever. They released it in, in China slash Taiwan slash People's Republic of China slash Republic of China. All the Chinas and Taiwan. Uh, <laughs> All collectively, the Chinas. They got it. So... <laughs> Yeah, and they said it was the biggest, I mean, I don't know. I can't remember what the fact was, but it was like, oh, the most money, whatever. But it was like after the pandemic. It's like, well, duh. Like, nothing is. I feel like nothing. every movie that comes out is like the highest one in China. movie yeah. in the opening weekend. It's like five times a year this happens. Like, it's the, some movie is the highest grossing movie ever. On a, on a, on a podcast I listen to to get notes so I, we can be better than them. They're a movie podcast, and they had uh, one of their guy, one of the guys that works for the same company, was like, you know, Donnie does from Barstool, how he was in China forever. He they did like a Chinese movie review, and one of the movies like that was like the highest grossing grossing movie of all time in China was just called Fat Cop. <laughs> <laughs> it was fucking hilarious. <laughs> so they they actually watched the movie and reviewed it, and they're like, honestly, it's pretty pretty goddamn hilarious. It's basically like a uh, Asian Chris Farley who pretends to be a fat cop and I'm like sell it any harder I'm in yeah yeah that sounds funny watch that dude you alright <clears throat> are we in, are we still in the trust tree oh we better be in the trust tree <laughs> um, oh trust the tree so I, I fell down like a rabbit hole of watching I don't know were the, was it the rat pack is that what they called them back in the day like when it Frank was Frank Sinatra like... Sammy Davis Jr no different rat pack Dean Martin um, Right? No. Was he in the Rat Pack? I think this was a different Rat Pack. But I'm pretty sure they referred to themselves as like a Rat Pack. Something. Anywho. So like all the old SNL people, <clears throat> like Farley, Chris Rock, Dave Spade. Adam uh, Sandler. Adam Sandler. Yeah. Uh, like all those Don people. I, I, I started mm. watching. I started watching like some, uh, some like old videos and they're like out at a restaurant with like Chris Farley. And he, you know how he like... Uh, in like all of his movies where he just like maniacally laughs and is just like way over the top and super obnoxious. Like he was that in the restaurant. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, he was, was like, coked you know? out of his mind. I was like, you know, Chris Farley and all the movies playing the character. Pretty awesome. Chris Farley in real life, having to be your friend at a restaurant, <laughs> maybe wouldn't have been awesome. You're trying to eat that- like a delicious New York strip <laughs> and a baked potato. And he just, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> You're just like, God damn it, dude. You spilled my Mountain Dew. 
keeps going to the we'll bathroom. Get some and, onion rings. And then he just like flips the flips <laughs> the table over, punches the waitress. It's like, dude, it is Tuesday night. I am exhausted. Please. Like R.I.P. Chris Farley. Love Chris Farley. Like Beverly Hills Ninja might be like one of my favorite. It's on ne- movies It's, of it's all on time. Netflix. Go watch it. I was just gonna say that. Yes, it is. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome movie. But yes, realistically, Adam Sandler probably had a just a hell of a time just trying to keep that guy alive and like out of jail. Like it was rough. It was cringy to watch. Like this video that I was watching. They're like out there and like the waitress like just doesn't even know what to do. Like he's just like he's just reading stuff off the menu. He's like, "Well, I'll take one of everything on this side of the menu," and he's just like, "Like, it's like, is he serious?" Yeah, because how know. do you control? How do you control one a grown man, but two a grown Chris man Farley, that weighed Chris Farley. Chris Farley was like five six and like three hundred and eighty pounds. I'd control yeah. the shit out of Chris Farley. I'd fucking know, walk man. him. I'd walk him up three flight. I'd walk him three flights of stairs. He'd be so tired. He could do Let's, a cartwheel though. I could do a cartwheel. He, he moved. He moved for a big guy. And he just uh, he had was. endless amounts of energy and no shame. I, I think we call that cocaine. Yeah. So how do you <laughs> yeah. control a 350, 380-pound guy coked up? Take, take away his cocaine. No. Yeah. <laughs> Cripples him. <laughs> yeah. Chris Farley had endless amounts of cocaine. I don't think you could take his cocaine away. He was He was Jack Black in Tropic Thunder. <laughs> he just after eight minutes without cocaine he's like all right i'll calm down can i have my cocaine it's like you can have it back after the meal chris <laughs> he just eats quietly okay <laughs> i'm done he, i don't I'm think t- he eats quietly <laughs> <laughs> by eating quietly i'm assuming he's just he's got a whole rotisserie chicken he just just dips into his mouth and pulls it out clean mm-hmm. That I think I think it was like a true Hollywood story on Chris Farley, where they basically talked about like how sad and lonely he was, and like that's like they talked about how people were like, "Oh, you're a celebrity, like you must get tons of chicks and stuff like that," and he was like, "No, like uh, I'm still just a fat weirdo, like I don't get chicks," and like even the uh, the hooker that he was with when he unfortunately overdosed. On a combination of heroin and cocaine, which which Professor Buttonholes as a doctor is it true? If you mix uppers and the downers, you just become totally neutral. Yeah, That's yeah. It. I don't know where he went wrong. It seems like a but like even the formula. Cody's just eating a bunch of Nugenics right now. You can see his brain growing. Ooh, ooh, break it. Oh, woo! I think I caught a whiff of that from over here. Below the wall. (laughs) Oh, Garrett, how many sniffing salts can you do? I've I've never sniffed a sniffing salt. (laughs) You're missing out, buddy. (laughs) Whoa, that one kind of hit me a little hard there. You know, down in a van down by the river. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Beverly Hills Ninja, where he pretends to be the hibachi chef, might be the hardest I've ever laughed. Oh! And then he, he flips the shrimp into the air and goes to the lady's shirt and he picks it out and he smells it. Oh! Hilarious. Or, or when his brother slingshots the, uh, or he like whips his mustache back onto his face. Yeah. <laughs> There's so many class. I watched Beverly Hills Ninja probably 
once every month. It's so fucking funny. <laughs> but like, I can't the, remember what we were talking about before the uh, sniffing salt. We're talking about the hooker that was with Chris Farley before he died. But like, like she left, and he like begged her to stay. He's like, "Please, I'm so alone." And she's like, "Mm-mm, honey, your time's up." And then, boom, overdosed. That's sad. That makes me sad. It's like looking, this, into a, like looking into the future for me. The, this is like <laughs> probably like in, incredibly shallow, an incredibly shallow way of thinking. But like at the end of the day, I think like even even some like the weirdest people or the people that are like incredibly successful and have like a ton of money. Like at the end of the day, I think everybody just wants to like have someone. And if you don't have someone like either a really good f- group of friends, really good family or like a significant other, like I think like naturally just everybody just feels like like super empty. And so like I mean I could I could see that. Like Which to he, a point. he clearly had drugs and alcohol. That feels Which is void. better than people. <laughs> yeah, I was like, we'll start our own casino with hookers and blackjack. Oh, no, I mean I don't know. I don't have friends or a family or a significant other. I feel fine. You guys want to hang out? Please don't leave me. <laughs> do you guys want to do a nine-hour podcast? It'll be so fun. Please. <laughs> yeah. Well, after after that little subject, let's talk about something real. Let's talk about animals you guys could take in a fist fight. Oh. So, there was a there was a list. I think I got it here still. You still got yours. What animal could you beat in a fight compared to women men feel most able to take on a medium-sized dogs and geese? So, which of the following animals, if any, do you think you could beat in a fight if you were unarmed? So the first one is a rat. Do you guys feel comfortable taking on an average rat? thousand percent. Okay, Garrett? Yeah, but I will say I think a, I think a rat would really piss you off. I think it would be hard to... Oh, he'd be scurrying. He'd be he'd be scurrying. Yeah, man. You, you gotta get your hands on him. You get your hands on him, but then be biting you and scratching him. Man, that'd piss you off. But yeah, I mean, you just you could, I've got you a, could get it pretty easy. I've got a real effective rat tool called Steel Toe Carhartt Boots. <laughs> that will I'll put it. So according to this study, seventy six percent of men and sixty eight percent of women think they could take out a rat in hand to hand combat. Justifiable. All right, the next one is a standard house cat. Do you? How do you both feel about taking on a standard house cat? I feel good. It, again, it would be an extremely frustrating battle, and it would really. Now this isn't this isn't like a Mortal Kombat style uh, fight. Like you're not fighting the rat, and then like ten minutes later you got to fight the cat. Let's just say you're like you're you're coming in a hundred percent each fight. So we're both we're all confident we could take a house cat, all right. Seventy. I, I, I will I will say that uh, when I I had to go take uh, some uh, some like newborn baby photos and we went over to a photo shoot at this uh, studio that this gal had in her house uh, in Sioux Falls, and she had a black cat and I went to go use the bathroom and I went to walk up the stairs. The cat was just standing on the stairs hissing at me and wouldn't let me by. You got as you got a, alpha, as a as like a you know a, a two hundred at the time probably like two two seventy but now I'm about two eighty two eighty five, 
um, 280-pound man. Um, that cat was fucking holding its ground. And uh, until later, uh, she didn't inform me that it was declawed. Had I known that, that cat would have would got tossed <laughs> would have caught the beats yeah but i just literally just put my foot out and just just kept pushing it away as it was just just batting my foot around like just like a demon possessed but yeah cats suck and that uh, uh, even the house cat like fighting it would be terrible because it's gonna scratch the hell out of you yeah. and bite no. the hell out of you you're taking some losses but you're gonna win overall yeah so 74 percent of men and 64 percent of women feel like they could take on a house cat so this is where we start getting into some animals. You got your average goose. <laughs> Could you take on your average goose in hand-to-hand combat? Yeah, I'd feel more confident against a goose than a cat even, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Someone I would take... I would say that... I don't know. Ge- geese are freaking mean. Like, they... Geese... As no, a, I know. As a, as a part of waterfowl, have a heart of a lion, and they're mean. They're, and they're just mean, like, just mean for no reason. Which I've, some house cats are so, sometimes the same way. But yeah, mm-hmm. I guess the one, the one factor in there is that the uh, the goose is gonna bite you, and that that would hurt. But at least it can't scratch the shit out of you. Yeah, like a beach um, with and it's wings. not as agile, and it isn't gonna like pounce on you. Mm-hmm. But it could. I don't know. I, I do feel that I would still be able to take a goose. The, the claws and the athleticism of a cat is what concerns me the most. That's why I think I would be more confident against a goose. Even though I, I agree they are. Now, I don't want to fight a goose. I'm right. just saying if it came down to it, I'd beat the fuck out of a goose. Yeah, I, I will been... say, though, think about it this way. What if a cat and a goose fight? I think the goose wins that fight. goose wins the fight. I think the goose easily wins that fight. Think about that, Garrett. Put your mind in a pretzel. <laughs> bingo, bango. Welcome to the Terror Dome. You think right. a goose could kill a cat or it would just the cat would just give up and run away? The cat would give up and run away. They're soft yeah. creatures. I don't All know right. if fighting to the death, that would be very interesting. Because like a goose, only thing that a goose has that it could try to kill the cat with would be its beak. And that would be a tough go of it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mean, if you had like uh-huh. a big tomcat like it might be able to like latch oh, onto man. the goose's neck and just like bite it like a like a tiger killing big like, tomcat that's been stealing food out of farm trash cans its whole life and just Dude, weighs there like is, 20 pounds and there is a tomcat that lives under our office at work uh he's a fucking tank he's only yeah. got three le- he's only got three legs he's fast as fuck <laughs> like he can still catch birds He's fucking mean. My boss makes me feed him, and I do not like it. <laughs> I go, I go out there and just feed it, dude. He's got a fucking kingdom. He, I've watched him chase down gophers and just eviscerate them. So yeah, I'm telling, I'm gonna name him Clancy the three-legged cat. He'd fuck a goose. Like he, he'd fight a goose. He mm-hmm. might be fighting geese right now. <laughs> All right, so 71% of men and 51% of women think they could take a goose. I'd like to meet the 51% of women said they could take a goose. My kind of broads, real tough broads. <laughs> All right, now, a medium-sized dog. I'm winning that battle 10 times out of 10. 
Yeah. I'm going to be a, hurt. What's a medium, what's a medium what's a, size, you think? 60, 60 to 80 pounds. So sure. I'll, I'll, I'll say this. I have, I own a Great Pyrenees. And I also, Sick brag because it's I not a Great own, Pyrenees. It's not a Great Pyrenees, and you know it's not. Well, it, the jury's out, but it's either a Great Pyrenees or whatever the Italian version of that is. Same fucking thing. Dewclaws, white, the Great the Pyrenees. Tail, big flat fucking head. Um, Are you describing me right now? What <laughs> <laughs> <Big flat laughs> stupid head? Um, but Pete is—he's uh, the Great Pyrenees or whatever the other Italian equivalent is—and he's like 150 pounds. Cliff is a huge German Shepherd, like way oversized. He's also fat, but he's big—he's big boned as is. He's like 160 pounds, um, and I could take both those guys. But I've also. Don't spoil the rest of the list, Dick. I've also I've also got them in a uh, uh, a house of discipline, and so they fear me as the alpha <laughs> of the house. But yeah, uh, when Cliff like yawns and I can see his fangs, I'm like, wow, yeah. man, if that if that got a hold of somebody, that could be bad. But uh, I still yeah. think I could take. So yeah, I, think I could with, take a sixty pound dog easily with a medium with a sixty to eighty pound dog. You got to give up the forearm. You get bent in the forearm. Yeah, I gouge. Yeah, I gouge. You touch the brain. <laughs> yeah, I'm firmly, gotta... I'm, I'm firmly on team. I could take a medium sized dog. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, you well, got to control the think... control the jaw. If you can, if yeah, you can control get on the, the jaw, I think you're. Yeah, you're good. Yeah, because like, I mean, they're not going to be able to like scratch the hell out of you because dogs don't really have like really scratchy claws. So you could just they don't have talons. So you could just. <laughs> Yeah, control the head. That's really the only thing you got to worry about. Control the head, control the body. All right, so 60% of men and 39% of women think they could take a medium-sized dog. That's good. That's good. Next up, we have something with some talons for you, Cody. We got an eagle. Let's just assume for the sake of this argument it's a bald eagle. I was going to say not a bald eagle. Dude, I, what do you want, a fucking golden eagle? Those things have like a 12-foot wingspan. Doesn't matter. Ain't going to beat me up with a wing. Oh, yeah, I'm gonna fucking eagle up. Birds have hollow bones. I'm fucking dominating that thing. I'm. I think I could take an eagle. Cody, you think you could take an eagle? Unless an eagle gets like a lucky strike and like just like slashes my throat, I think I'm taking the eagle. Yeah, you think you're gonna take the eagle? I respect that. I mean, yeah. I've it's, it's a puncher's fight at this point. On a smaller scale, hopefully Pete is not listening, but um. In pheasant hunting, sometimes pheasants um, will choose not to fly, but will choose to hide and just hunker down and pretend that you can't see them. I have uh, a few times just, ha! Ha! just snatched one up and uh, did the old, the old, you know, the old ring around the rosy. And, uh, you know, counted that one as a. That's a dub. Uh, you know, didn't even have to shoot. So, so you're currently, I mean, what are you like, 3 0 against birds? Oh, that's a good record. You're definitely the main card. Garrett and I are fighting eagles on the undercard. <laughs> I mean, which I, I will obviously be, completely different than a pheasant. But. I will I will be getting fight of the night honors. Yeah, we've I'm got a lot of heart. Yeah. All right, so we're all in agreement. We could take an eagle. Uh, 38% of men and 23% of women think they could take an eagle. Now so, is I the wonder... fight is the fight on the ground or is it in the air? Because I mean, <laughs> so I, I think what the eagle strategy is going to be because I'm picturing we're in like a wide open field. 
maybe some like, I don't know, eight inch to foot and a half high grass. So the eagle's gonna he's gonna control the skies. He's patrolling. All he got's that one dive. So if he misses, he fucks up that one dive, he misses, he's on the ground next to you, boom, you're on top of him. You're breaking hollow bones. I think I think the eagle might be like it's I mean, it's certainly for for only thirty eight percent of men being able to think they could take an eagle, that's kind of embarrassing. Come on, guys. Don't be a soy I mean, boy. I mean, I definitely would not want to fight an eagle. Like, I'm not going to go around picking fights. <laughs> just walking into an eagle bar and just being like... <laughs> and I just like... <laughs> <coughs> Alright, so, we could all take eagles. <laughs> just walking in and just being like, I got next on pool. <laughs> Alright, so the next one, a large dog... So for the sake of this argument, this will be Cody's German Shepherd. My boy, yeah. is, it's Pete and what? Cliff. Cliff. So this is going to be Cliff. It's not actually going to be Cliff, but we're picturing Cliff in the scenario. Very, this, one starts, very, this one starts to get a little dicey. Very similar to the eagle. As long as I can protect my throat, I think I'm all right. I mean, if he, I mean, if he takes a chunk out of my leg and gets, like a, gets an artery, I mean, it's not going to be good. But I think I think you could win overall. It's gonna be a war of attrition. If I got 120 pounds on him, I think I'm gonna take him. Yeah, but like, what? Uh, you know, if you're thinking about Cliff, who you called the F word, and I'm not gonna use that word. <laughs> He's fat. <laughs> oh, the veterinarian I was, called him fat. Wow. I was I was thinking of a different three-letter medical word. field. What somebody in the medical field referred to him as fat wow so i'm just regurgi- like Pretty that's your your people use that word <laughs> yeah, I was say, you probably met that guy at a conference garrett you guys were like <laughs> but what? you see you see any fat dogs recently <laughs> oh yeah i saw two <laughs> I was saying, they're huge one they of them had a big st- they had a big stupid flat head <laughs> but what about what about like a 120 pound german shepherd big athletic fast not gonna gas out in like forty Fuck. seconds. Oh yeah, no, I, I, I will win the fight against a large dog. I'm gonna be very, very, very hurt afterwards. I'm yeah. gonna be. I'm. I'm putting my chances at like. I'm gonna win that fight fifty three percent of the time. Yeah, and so that that's my thought is a big dog. I could beat, but. If if we had to run it back ten times, I'd probably lose some of those. I, I, I probably wouldn't win them all. I'm getting, I'm getting, I, I've got the exact same plan for the big dogs I do after the small dog. I'm letting them take the arm, eye gouge. <laughs> That's every single time. I'm coming out mangled, but I'm winning. So I think we're all Garrett. What are your thoughts? Think you could take a large? What? Let's go. Yeah, 120 athletic athletic German Shepherd who probably had a rough childhood so he's pissed (laughs) he's an he's an urban (laughs) he definitely barks um i don't know that's hard yeah maybe i could beat him 50 percent of the time yep i would say that's all you need so you're considering it so we got 31 percent of men and 15 percent of women think they could take a large dog I think I think the ladies have it correct here. About maybe about fifteen percent of women could take a large dog like that, because 
that dog's gonna bowl you over. Mm-hmm. Uh, thing about yeah, at least we're bulky boys. I mean, Garrett's ripped, but like Cody and I, we got some girth on a large dog. We might be able to flop on top, gas yeah. him out that way. You gotta be, you gotta be a woman of of some stature to to take on a large dog. All right, yeah. So if, if the dog weighs the same as you, that's yeah, a, you're in trouble. That's a you're problem. So this next one, I think people were more afraid of the animal and actually thought about how they would kill it. We have a king cobra. I don't have the stats on a king cobra. I know I don't like king cobras, but in a, a winner-take-all, survival-of-the-fittest type fight, I'm beating the fuck out of that cobra. I think I think if they blow the whistle when the first one dies, I think I definitely win because it's going to take a little bit of time for that venom to kick in. Yeah. You know? So at least he's dead before I die. Yeah, he yeah. latches. Yeah, I was saying, as soon as the whistle blows, you're good to go. So, yeah, that, that thing's latched on, and you're, you're cracking it like a gardener snake. The head pops off. Yeah, a king cobra is venomous, and they're not, like, massive and could crush you, right? Yeah. Yeah, so their, their whole yeah. thing is having the hood and being venomous. Yeah. I also, I don't know if they actually do this in India, but if you've seen the snake charmers, like, do, 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 do. The real solid chance I can get the cobra on my side. Just give him the fucking crocodile Dundee. Just like, eh. <laughs> and he gets mystified. Boom, stomped on. So I think, I think I'd rather fight the king cobra than the fucking large dog. I think yeah, if you can if you can snatch it quick and just like choke the <laughs> life, <laughs> choke the life out of it, yeah, you could potentially come out. You could potentially come out of that more unscathed than you could with the large dog. I I think if I'm winning the large dog fight six times out of ten, I'd be pretty happy with myself. I think Cobra I could get seven out of ten. I, well, like I you, said. If they blow the whistle and like hook you up with some like antivenom, antivenom like, right there, immediately, you win that fight. Ten out of ten. ten yeah, yeah, easy, easy. That's one hundred percent what I'm going to need too, because I'm also going to give up the arm. <laughs> <laughs> so we have twenty three percent of men and eight percent of women think they could take a king cobra. Now this next animal on the list, I feel is a little too low. We have a chimpanzee. I'm going to tell you right now, ain't none of us beating up a chimpanzee. (laughs) That is, that thing has basically four arms and is 10 times stronger than the average human. And goes immediately for the face and genitals. Yeah, no mercy. (laughs) They're in it it to win it. Yeah. I don't think I'm snagging one out of 10 from a chimpanzee. No. No. Too strong. Yeah, I, Too strong. I, they have they climb. Yeah. They're yeah, they're they could choke you with arms and legs. Yeah, there ain't no way. Yeah. So these idiots, twenty two percent of men and twelve percent of women think they could take a chimpanzee. Incorrect. Did we, how big is a chimpanzee? I know on a on a previous cast, I think Jamie pull that up. Jamie, pull that up. We decided on the size of orangutans, right? I think so. I think we discussed this. Okay. Uh, what what type of a chimpanzee are we talking about? Bonobo? 
Uh, yeah, let's say for the sake of the argument, we're fucking up a Bonobo. All right, 75 to 130 pounds. Oh, we're getting fucking crushed. Oh, my <laughs> God, we're getting we're getting absolutely fucking murked by that chimpanzee. I don't know if us three could take a chimpanzee. <laughs> a 100-pound chimpanzee. A 100-pound chimpanzee was... It's got me in a headlock. It's thrown. It's already thrown Garrett through a wall, mm-hmm. and Cody's just got Cody's. Cody's trying to protect me. He's trying to drag me out of the chokehold. I'm already dead. Dude, what you forget is like some of those chimpanzees have fucking fangs. Fangs. Yeah. yeah. That's why they go for the face genitals. They gnaw your fingers off. People get mauled by chimpanzees like frequently. Like, they're look so, at, they're, their bone look structures. At this. Look at this. Dudes. Oh, yeah, that, yeah, they're look at the fucking teeth on that thing. Look at his In the middle there. Oh, well, down there, yeah. Yeah, that thing's cut. I don't want to fuck with that. And they probably got big hard domes too. Like yeah. even if you even if you got one good <laughs> I can like break your hand on its head. Yeah, there is no way. Plus, you know, oh you get gosh. down to the nitty gritty. You try to headbutt a chimpanzee; it laughs. Dude, look at this one. Drag the screen Oops. over a little bit. Oh wait, maybe I can I can make you bigger. I think. Maybe I can. Oh, there we go. Jeesh. Oh, this yeah, no, this guy. That, thing, that thing's bundling me. <laughs> like that looks terrifying. Yeah. That monkey's wearing me as a hat. So we're all on firm chimpanzees beating the fuck out of us. I think so. All right. I, uh, t- yeah, twelve percent of women, twenty-two percent of men think they could take a chimpanzee. Wrong, wrong. I mean, yeah. I mean, if it's a battle to the death, I mean, I just, I don't know how you can fight two hand like two hands against four. Four. And then it's like also the, stronger than you. Yeah, like the four times the strength of a man type of deal yeah right. that would be tough so I'll, I'll pop around these next ones so the next one above chimpanzee a fucking kangaroo I would rather fight a kangaroo than a chimpanzee by a lot I don't I think, know I don't I think, fight either of them I think I would snag maybe one out of, of one out of ten with a kangaroo I think I could snag I don't, one. I don't think I could get close enough to a kangaroo I think it would kick the shit out of me and I, you, I wouldn't <laughs> be able to get my hands on it you know uh, maybe you catch him in the open field. Maybe there is the video of that guy supposedly Just punching punching the shit out of the kangaroo. Like, you think that's real? Yeah, he saved his so. dog. Did you ever like see the, the interview the with kangaroo him? Kangaroo had the dog like in a chokehold. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. I didn't see I, the interview. But. The guy was also Australian too, so you know those blokes are different. Yeah. Uh, oh, he had me dog. I punched him in the face. <laughs> is he Scottish? <laughs> I say he got weird at the end. <laughs> But all right, all right. Come on, Tiger. I feel like fighting. What we got here is a kangaroo trying to sexually assault me dog. Yeah, it gets a little Scottish (laughs) at you every time. So, seventeen percent of men and eleven percent of women think they could beat a kangaroo up. I don't see that. All right, I would take my chances against kangaroo over the chimpanzee. Yep, I would much rather fight a kangaroo than chimpanzee. Um, we got crocodile. I'm assuming, let's say for this sake, it's like a 10-foot-long, 800-pound crocodile. That crocodile is killing you immediately. I just where, don't know how you can kill it. Yeah. Like where, yeah. How do you kill it? Are you 
Are you in the water or are you on land? No, these are all taking place on land. It's taking place on land. Is it aware of you? Oh, like yeah. You're, face, it, you're face to face. Yeah, yeah, it knows. It knows. No chance, I don't think. Yeah. You're actually wearing I, it. You're, it's, you're actually wearing crocodile boots, too. So it's just <laughs> like it's. it knows if it loses, it's becoming footwear. It has a vendetta against <laughs> you already. What if you, like, brown chum it a little bit, just kind of, like, throw them off? Listen, you anything you could do to beat this crocodile up, you do. I just don't even know, like, like if no weapons, if it's just hand to hand combat, like how how would once you, you kill get it? even like say you know like I've seen a couple shows at Reptile Gardens before where uh, <laughs> the guy gets on the back, covers the old eyes, Gator's like, wait, am I dead? Am I asleep? <laughs> I don't know where I am, and then like completely just you know pretzels the fucking crocodile. He yeah. has no idea what's going so, on. But even when he got him, what do you do then? Yeah, so the idea is if you get this crocodile, you have to go full reptile gardens. You cover it. You make it think it's asleep. Eventually, it dozes off, and then you just try to stomp on its throat. I don't know. I don't think you can get it done. I don't think you can get it done. Because, like, the top and the back, it's all, like, hard. Yeah, armor-plated. Like, it's underbelly. But, like, even then, like, with your bare hands and feet, like, how are you going to do anything to that? Like, I just don't know how you kill it with your bare hands. Like, now... If I'm down with my swamp buddies and I got a rusty old 22, fucking 10 out of 10, boys. <laughs> Gator, Gator, go get it. Oh, yeah. So 10% of men and 8% of women think they could take a crocodile. That means there's 10% of men and 8% of women that are dumb as fuck. <laughs> they um, must be. They, they assumed that the crocodile was like a foot long and that, you know. Yeah. They, you could break it over your back. Or break maybe it over your knee. <laughs> yeah, maybe some of them thought that they could take a, a ten foot. Um, gorilla, gorilla. There's no way. And no, every nine percent no. uh, of men and eight percent of women think they could take a gorilla. Dumbest R. fucking R. thing I've ever heard. R.I.P. Harambe. His uh, his anniversary of his death was a couple days ago. Big shout outs. Um, an elephant. There's just no way you couldn't do anything no. to it. Uh. Nine percent of same as the gorilla. Nine percent of men, eight percent of women think they could take an elephant. Yeah, I mean, there's just a nine. Obviously, whoever's taking this survey, nine percent of men just thought they could beat beat up everything. everything. Um, yeah, a, a lion. There's, I mean, a lion would just literally eviscerate you. Like it would be over before you knew you were fighting. You'd be you're in like the prairie, and all of a sudden you're just dead. Like that's how that goes. Mm-hmm. Eight percent of men, seven percent of women think they could take a lion. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. And finally, at the top of the charts, a predator that's in America. We have the grizzly bear. <laughs> You're dead. Not yeah. Not <laughs> barehanded. Not yeah. Hand to hand combat. No way. I I don't even know if I have a fucking weapon. If I'm taking a fucking grizzly bear, if I have a weapon and a fucking gun. After I eventually fail with my sword, I'm still probably losing that grizzly bear a lot. Uh, 7% of men and 6% of women think they could take a grizzly bear. Those people's votes count the same as yours and I's. Yeah, so it dumb. Dumb. Yeah. And that was fucking animals. <clears throat> there was a story. So, like, <clears throat> at the hospital, we get um, stories. Um, from like other other hospitals about like things that have have come through and there's some guy in in alaska that was attacked by a grizzly bear like i don't know within 
sometime this year. And he said that like by the time he saw the grizzly bear, like he was out doing like a real estate appraisal. And a lot of times he'll carry like a big, you know, like 45 mag or something like that with him. Just a cannon. Yeah. And he said, honestly, he didn't have it with him that day, but he said, honestly, like it was so fast. There was no chance. Like I never would have been able to even pull out my gun and, and, and take a shot at this thing. It happened so fast. So it, it mauled him. It like knocked him down uh, with its paw and then it bit his head and let him go and then bit his head again and like <laughs> crushed all the bones in his face and then just like dropped him and walked away. And he said he picked up his phone to try to call and he couldn't read his phone because like he was just pouring blood onto his phone and he would like try to wipe it away and he would just pour more blood onto his phone and like could not physically keep blood off of his phone long enough to so dial the, 911. The average size of a grizzly bear is 600, 600 pounds, a male grizzly bear, and it's six and a half feet long. Have you seen that grizzly bear that's in shields? They have stuffed by the Big Buck Hunter HD machine. <laughs> 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 yes, that, I have. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that thing, if it wanted me dead, I've just I'm I'm yeah. turtling fully. There's no way. There's just yeah, there's no goddamn way. Uh yeah, no. I gotta see I got average grizzly bear speed. Yeah, because I know they're fast as fuck too. They're just thirty five miles an hour. Thirty five miles an hour. Yeah. No. There ain't one goddamn person in the world that could beat up a grizzly bear. Yeah. And I I think Dwight Schrute says that bears can climb faster than they can run. I think that's a I think that's something that he says. That's fucking terrifying. We should get a <laughs> we should get a bunch of grizzly bears. So this actually leads into a debate that's been raging for a while in uh the Lake County Lake County L C forty three, if you will. There was a question that was posed by yours truly. Four male lions, full, 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 four full-grown adult male lions versus four full-grown silverback gorillas. Who wins in that the fight? Gorillas. I, I personally chose gorillas. Garrett, thoughts? I can't tell if Garrett froze. Boy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm here. I'm thinking. <laughs> I think I would go with the lions. The gorillas absolutely fucking tear through the lions. We took I a Twitter. Don't... We took a Twitter poll. Like 1,200 people voted. The gorillas <laughs> won like 70 percent to 30 percent. Really? Yeah. We also wrote it on the chalkboard at Foley's, <laughs> and, and had people tally mark. The gorillas overwhelmingly win this battle. They're absolutely I think the gorilla I think the gorillas are lions. smarter. And yeah, they're just like they're also similar weights. Like that's kind of the thing. Gorillas and uh li- male lions weigh kind of the same. I think like just like the brute is, strength this, of a gorilla would just overpower cuz like yeah, the the lion has claws and obviously like fangs, powerful jaws, but like if you imagine a uh, a gorilla catches gorillas have a fangs. gorilla catches like the the mouth and just fucking rips it open. <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you, the gorillas win this battle easily. And mm-hmm. if any of our new Chinese sponsors want to give me a billion dollars, I will organize this fight. <laughs> Make a movie. 
I will not be making a movie. This will be for my own personal enjoyment. I will I will get married just to have a bachelor party where we all get we all get boozed up and watch gorillas fight lions for our entertainment. Maybe we give the lions razor blades. Ah, they already have razor blades. Uh, those are claws. We give the lions spikes on their back and we give the gorillas brass knuckles. Spice it up a little bit. But uh, that's basically all I had. <laughs> that's all I had. Yeah. <laughs> that's all the material I prepared. I've been thinking a lot about animal fights. Yeah, that was good. Uh, speaking of animal fights, um, Eddie 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 Hall no. Eddie Hall versus <laughs> the Mountain. Um, the uh, heaviest fight in history, I think, is what they were trying to tout it as. Um, I will say. Except for when I beat up your mom. Ooh. Oh, um, I'm just gonna dance around that. Um, I was firmly, uh, and still am, on uh, in Eddie Hall's camp on this one. Even though the mountain is taller, has has much more reach. Um, I just think that Eddie is uh, is more athletic. I've said this before, but I will say, I did see a recent training video of the mountain, and he lost like a hundred pounds, and he is shredded as hell. He is absolutely terrifying he's gotten appears to have gotten more coordinated and is developing at least some some form of footwork and uh i would say my confidence level from before till now has gone down quite a bit um (laughs) but i'm still firmly in uh team hall for various reasons now i have been team mountain the entire time because i'm a smart person and I don't have dumb brain like some people. The mountain's gonna win this fight. The mountain's been doing exhibition fights. He's absolutely fucking cut. He is yeah, like you said, he lost hundred pounds. So he's still like three hundred and forty fucking pounds with uh abs that are I'm assuming eleven inches thick. Like there ain't no body shot hurting his ribs. Eddie Hall, also a beefcake. He's a very tiny boy. And by tiny boy, I mean he's still 6'3 and like 400 pounds with abs, which is not what humans have. So, yes, I'm 70% sure the mountain's going to win. Half yard beyond Thornson. And he's also better at deadlifting than Eddie Hall, so. Eh, that's debatable. Was never done in an actual contest. But also, um, to your point, uh, that's more of a legs and, and back uh, lift where Eddie has. That's where all your which, power, are, which, all your which power Eddie comes from your hips. notably is really good at that as well. Um, but also Eddie is known um, throughout the strongman competitions for his, uh, his arms and his shoulders being very, very strong. So hmm. point. Well, I guess September 20, September 21st, 2021, maybe we go to the fight. Maybe I dress up as a fat version of the mountain. <laughs> I think so. I should have checked that. I think it's in September last that I saw. September in Vegas. I think it's September 21st. Yeah. I think. It's in Vegas. We should definitely go. Is it in Vegas? Las Vegas. Question, I Nevada. I think it is. Yeah. Las, Las Vegas, U- Nevada. Las US, Vegas. USA, <laughs> Earth, Milky Way Galaxy. What's, what's the capital of Nevada? Reno? Yep. Actually, it's Carson yeah. City. Psych. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I gotcha. 
Carson City. September 18th. Uh, okay. I'm actually I'm actually not sure of that. September in, 18th. Uh, it says at a yet-to-be-specified venue in Paradise, Nevada. Paradise? That sounds like a good place to get but murdered. Isn't, I mean, I, I saw Las Vegas. What, is Paradise the same thing? Is Paradise just like so, a... It's like a re like a like a region of Las Vegas. I've only ever been to a couple places, and I've been to Las Vegas a couple times. I've only been to a couple places: the Strip, Fremont Street, Crazy Horse Three, <laughs> Fremont Street, Screaming Rhino, Old Vegas. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there are some ladies dancing for dollars. I definitely fell in love. Jim saw my vinegar strokes, <laughs> <laughs> like up close too. Just like oh. Paradise is an unincorporated town and census-designated place in Clark County, Nevada, adjacent to the city of Las Vegas. Uh, if I know anything about unincorporated, that means there's no laws. This might That's be true. your death. We yeah, it appears hope. Paradise and Las Vegas are essentially the same thing. Sounds sick. Yeah. Paradise is like where the mob launders their money after laundering it in Vegas. <laughs> like all the money that they couldn't wash in Vegas, they ship it to Paradise and like just have a bunch of prostitutes there that can exchange their dollar bills. All right, all right, all right. Maybe we should go to Paradise. Not that I would know. <laughs> Let's go to Paradise. You guys don't know that song either. I'm going to make a T and see the playlist. <laughs> It's actually a good Sound idea. Bad, yeah. Uh, yeah. I guess also real quick to round out the uh, Paul brothers are fighting everybody. Logan Paul is going to fight. Uh, is that this weekend? The Mayweather uh, Logan Paul fight? Ooh, no, I think it's in June. We're, we're in June. I thought he was fighting someone else. Is he Holy fighting? Holy shit, today? it's June. June 1st today, pal. <laughs> it's June. Well. <laughs> I should probably figure that out. Who's fighting Tyron Woodley? That is Jake Paul. Logan's Jake younger Paul. brother. God, I hate him. <laughs> I hate him so much. It is. It's this Sunday. <laughs> and here's and here's Garrett for the breakdown of the fight. God, I hate this, him. <laughs> this Sunday, Logan Paul fights Mayweather. This Sunday. Really? Awesome. It's and it's it's not expensive, is it? It's like ten bucks. Yeah, it is uh forty nine ninety nine. But if you buy it, you get it includes Floyd. Uh, you get the pay per view. It also includes a limited and exclusive Floyd Mayweather versus Logan Paul T shirt. Um, and then you also get entered into a drawing. Twenty winners will win a Floyd May Floyd Mayweather and Logan Paul video meet and greet. That sounds terrible. And five winners will get a signed boxing glove by Floyd Mayweather and Logan Ball. I kind of want the shirt. The shirt. I, I saw a picture. The Be shirt intrigues me. I saw me. a picture of the shirt, and it was... Uh, oh, here we go. There you go. I mean, it's a shirt. I mean... It'd be a status symbol this like summer. It's a great shirt. Oh. They got it in 2XL. Cut the sleep. Cut the sleep. Cut the sleeves, cut the sleeves off that boy, bad boy, as I ride around my Harley. There you go. One thing to note in that uh, tale of the tape is that uh, Logan Paul is a lot larger than uh, Floyd Mayweather, but 
Floyd. I think he's six two compared to five. Seven. And I was just talking like weight. I think uh, Logan's like closer to two hundred pounds. Like I think it's at one ninety something like that. But yeah, that's something. <coughs> oh, that's fucking terrifying. God damn, that's this weekend. Where is the time going? I don't know, man. All right, well, that's all I got, boys. Episode 69 in the books. Season 4, series premiere. We're going to get back to a regular schedule because my life's not a shit show anymore. Well, it is, but I can find time. How long was season 3? Doesn't matter. We had a writer's (laughs) strike. I, was, I didn't want to point this out, but Cody was actually being a diva and making outrageous contract demands. So we had he was holding out. Mm-hmm. Not showing up for OTAs. Yeah, but he's played himself into shape now and we're ready. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me, I showed up. I showed up out of shape. They all knew it was going to happen. All right. <laughs> all right. So uh, that's it for us. That's it for me, T, a.k.a. Mr. Papi Chulo. Professor Buttonholes, thanks for coming as always. Your you insight, bet. your insight during animal fights was exactly what I needed it to be. <laughs> Lacking, just agree with me. Yeah, exactly. That's all I needed. <laughs> I need a yes man at all times. Yeah. Oh, that was good. That was that was thought provoking. All right, it's good. Give me something to to think about for the next couple of days. Ponder yeah. on. Devise a plan for us to kill a crocodile. I think we can do it. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Now, change the scenario. What if it's us three versus a singular animal? I think we could bundle a kangaroo. Well, that one. That that's a different <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. But then the I, other ones, even with three, still kind of dicey. Yeah, chimpanzee gonna get tough. One of us ain't gonna make it out. <laughs> and I'm gonna tell you right now, he's probably going for me because I will be taunting him. <laughs> Just eating a banana, just staring at him. That's how I eat bananas. Get eat it from the side, so it's not weird. <laughs> so it's not weird. <laughs> just, just eating like corn on the cob. I would be. That that would be a lot weirder if you saw that in real life, right? If you saw someone eating a banana sideways, like that would weird you out a lot more than someone. Go on. I, the cool thing, the cool thing about uh, rampant ho- homophobia, is every single time I've you ever seen a grown man eating a banana in public, they're always like, "It's not fucking weird." It's like I didn't say it was. Bananas <laughs> are delicious. Like, don't be so worried. It's like, no, I just fucking eat bananas. It's fucking you're gay. It's like, calm down, dude. <laughs> calm down. No one, no one thinks it's weird. You ate a banana. Shut up, okay. <laughs> yeah, I'll dare you point that out because you're probably good. It's like easy, buddy. Oh man. Well, I suppose it's about time to put a pin in this one. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if you got a you're gonna have a sign off catchphrase this this uh, season, Tyler. Ah, damn it. Um, tip tip your bartenders and waitresses. XOXO. Oh, That's I don't nice. know. Bye bye. You wanna say goodbye, Gary? Yeah. Uh, have your pet spayed or neutered. See ya. Bye bye.
between us. 